we should stop watching his Mega Million videos. Yeah. It's not like he's getting anything from it. <laughs> you know. Yeah, just a little joke to break, you know, to lighten the moves. The tension. Yeah. <laughs> angry, angry tension in here. There's very 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 angry tension in here. <laughs> it feels like spring, and I hope it stays this way, because my leg is finally healing and I can go outside. Yeah, we're going to get snow tonight. What? Yeah. No. No. <laughs> if you get snow, it won't be far until I get snow. Well, possibly, yeah. I don't know what the situation is for you, but good luck with that. I don't know. It's supposed to, ah, shit. Well, it's 70 on Monday, so it's, it's going <laughs> yeah, to 40 fun. on Saturday, and <laughs> yeah. then by Monday it's 70. That's the thing. It's doing that weekend thing it likes to do where it gets real shitty on the weekend. And... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I love that about weather. It knows and it hates us. I don't get, yeah, how does it know? How does it know that it's the weekend for humans? Yeah, I think it weakens for weather is the week. And they, they only work two days of the week on Saturday and Sunday. The weather's not working, so oh. they're just kind of like, it's not going to be nice. Yeah, exactly. When I was driving home today, Paul... Um, the weirdest, like, I don't know if dry ice fell out of this guy's car or what, but it was mm. like this magical Houdini moment. I was driving behind this guy and something fell off the back of his car and it made like this, like mystical, like powder. Oh. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if someone in Louisville just decided to do that with like part of their driving. There's kind of like, now you see me and now you don't. Now <laughs> I'm at the red light. Now I am not. Did they disappear? Uh, they did not disappear, but they could have. I, I was see. distracted by the cue. Cue? Oh, you thought it was dry ice? Oh, so it was like a lot of... A lot it was of, a lot. Like, it was not like... Because it wasn't like smoke. It was mm. just like haze. And it like mm. all haze. fell out of this like white ball. So it was like a... Mm. I don't know, and I drove through it with my windows down, so I'm worried that something anthrax. happened to me. Anthrax, definitely anthrax. Anthrax. <laughs> it's always anthrax. If you ever see a white powder, it's anthrax. Even if it's you know anthrax. what it is. Even if it's in your, you know, flower bag, it's anthrax. <laughs> my flower bag is full of anthrax. <laughs> That's where they get you. <laughs> I also really listen to it feels it feels like spring because I listen to Go Cubs Go on the way home, mm. which is exciting. That's but that's for October, you know. It's for October. It's a very spring song. I can't stand that song. I hate it. You hate it? Why? Oh, it just drives me nuts. I think it's silly. Baseball here said today. Except sometimes I go, ooh, ah, it's gonna get mad if I'm brand new day. That's <laughs> I made it worse. <laughs> In case Chicago, people... what do you say? Cops are gonna win today. No, I don't. We're singing it. now. Go Cubs, go. Okay. Go Cubs, go. No, I hate it. I hate it. Stop. Hey, Chicago, Stop it. what do you say? The Cubs are gonna win today. That's kind of fun. I like that song so much. I love it's it. Fun. 
I don't get I don't see why you'd hate it. I don't uh, hate it. You we know, did karaoke I, for dad's birthday, not that you showed up. Thanks for inviting me. <laughs> <laughs> Loved getting that invite. Dad does not know how to make recommendations for karaoke though, because like we're like, what do you wanna what like which song do you wanna sing? And he was like, One, three dogs night. So we're all singing I'm surprised that was even a karaoke song. Like I'm surprised <laughs> it was available on youtube so like we're all just gonna one is the loneliest that's the song you wanted to see ever do two can be as bad as one the loneliest (laughs) that's such a depressing song (laughs) that was that was your father's number one pick for karaoke night do you think i'm trying to think do you think this the solo from cold as ice would go good with that song. I know? guess so. They got the same rhythm. That'd be fun, right? You're as cold as ice. Not that that's a bad song. Sacrifice. Oh, One man. is the loneliest. They're kind of the same song, right? They pretty much Number are. Yeah. One is the who sings? Um, who sings "Cold as Ice"? Uh, foreigner, I believe. Foreigner, okay. yeah. I'm gonna look it up so I don't get wrong because people hate it when I get things wrong. Get more wrong. Get more wrong. That's this podcast. <laughs> Welcome to Get More Wrong. It is foreigner. I should. That makes it. There's a. Uh, there's like one of those like gross games, um, that it's always advertised on like um Twitter and stuff, and it's all um, there was a mock one of it where there was like three girls that are like this we're like trapped in a basement what should we do and it's like no, get no. like get some stuff and get out and then the other option was just get more bald <laughs> it makes me laugh every time <laughs> that's funny <laughs> get more bald there was the, i was playing this uh game it was mother i was playing mother three and there was a villain in it and it was called the balding eagle and it was just a buzzard and it made me laugh <laughs> Similar idea. Similar, but, similar. Similar, similar idea. Similar, 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 similar. But we all we also sang uh, "Backstreet Boys." I want it that way, and everyone got really into it, and that was fun. That's fun. Thanks yeah. for inviting me. I really appreciate it. You know, well, I, sometimes I need a little. Uh, I need a little pick me up. So I <laughs> appreciate. It. I'm just kidding, of course. For the the audience out there, for our growing audience, as Kelly has told me. <laughs> That I I don't care. <laughs> I don't want to be near dad. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so when I I ripped up the no, I, I live in a different city, so that's why. Tell me why nothing. Was this a personal uh, box that you had, or did you go to one where like you were singing for everybody? A personal box. Sometimes they have ones where you can go and you've got your own karaoke machine. Oh no no no! We just looked um, karaoke songs up on YouTube. At first, uh, we were originally going to do okay, that okay. game. We were originally going to do that game where you you pick a song for somebody else and they have to not be looking at the screen and figure mm-hmm. out what it is and start singing. But no one was doing very well at that, so we we just started doing karaoke. Okay, well that's fun. Because I did I did Born to Run for Mom because I thought that she would do well with that, but she did not, and she kept looking at the screen anyway. So, oh, for the words, I yeah, you know, I can say I'll tell you uh, someone I'm like I love this song. This is one of my favorite songs. I mean it, 
but I won't know a single word because I I don't really pay attention to words or I don't realize I'm not actually singing it, you know? Mm. Uh, I'll just kind of be like, kind of saying what I, and then if I have to think about it, it's like, I don't actually know what they're saying. I'm just kind of saying <laughs> what I, I think. I do that funny. sometimes. Um, they gave me Taylor Swift Shake It Off, so mine was pretty easy. But yeah, there's a lot of times where I'm just kind of like, I, I don't pay attention to the lyrics because that's the big thing. I, I have one of my friends is like a big uh, Swifty. Mm-hmm. And when you're like a huge Swifty, when her new albums come out, you like dissect the lyrics. Okay. And that's something that I don't even do like once I know her albums for like years. So like... Uh, my friend will always like be like what did she mean by this and i'm like i don't fucking know like i didn't even know don't she said matter. that like i know <laughs> don't matter i know i and i i am not say i think that it's cool that people like the lyrics a lot i just never have you know yeah i'm like, i'm i'm a music person too like if i learn them it's on accident or just because i've heard the song <laughs> so many times or because the lyrics are very clear you know like I, I just don't ever bother. I don't usually look. I'll look at the liner notes, but like I don't, I don't like look through them. And be like, what's this? What does this mean? You know? Yeah. Well, like, I, I guess yeah. I used to do that like when I was younger, but I don't anymore. Because mm-hmm. I used to like underline stuff when I was like in my angsty phase. Like okay. I would have like the Ben Folds Five album, and I'd be like, "This is me." This is, and, <laughs> but I don't know. I did that for like. I, I remember. I remember getting in a fight with Christy in like fourth grade, and I like underlined lyrics of REMs. It's the end of the world as we know oh, it. I know it was the worst. Like it's cringy. Like looking back on this is why I never kept any of my diaries. I don't know it though. I don't want to know what that kid thought. No, there's um, no chance. Like, the good thing about diaries is you write stuff in there, and then you just never look at them again. I don't think yeah. it's, like, it's for, like, purging, you know, but, like, then you throw it away. Like, I'll just I, I was intense <laughs> with mine. I would, like, I would write the, for the day, and then I would, like, burn it. Like, no matter what I wrote, it could be, like, the most, like, lame crap. But I would just, I, I even had, I had all those diaries with, like, the little lock that was supposed oh, to yeah, keep everybody yeah. out. But it would just be, by the end of the diary, it would just be, like, a bunch of ripped out paper and then just, like, a, two boards locked together. Yeah. My that's, secrets. That's fun. You got <laughs> to the end, so it's like, I did it, you know? Yeah. I had all my thoughts I was going to have. <laughs> that's good. Yeah. I, I wonder I, if kids still write notes like we did in middle school. Like, because th- that was half of what those... um those papers went to was like writing because you Mm -hmm. i just remember in middle school we wouldn't even have anything to say to each other but you just wouldn't have classes with a bunch of other kids Mm -hmm. and so you would like write you'd like just write all your thoughts down or just like anything and then you'd like pass them in the hallway when you like went to your next class and you got to fold them up all cool i wonder if kids still do that or if it's like just texting now uh, yeah, it's probably mostly just texting or there's just something new we don't know, you know, yeah. there's some new way they do it that we don't understand or couldn't possibly understand. And you'd always like live in fear that the teacher would find oh, your note and oh, read yeah. it out loud. There were some things like because I never really wrote anything personal because I was always terrified that the teacher would do that. But I had friends that would like write me like like we like weirdly like intent like stuff from like their like life. And like sometimes I would like read it and be like, "This isn't what this is for." <laughs> You're doing it wrong. Oh boy, I gotta go back to a different crowd. 
got to go back to that. Proud I left <laughs> because their notes weren't spicy enough. <laughs> well, you know how middle school is. You just bounce around. but Yeah, I, I bounce around to three different middle schools. Oh, uh, yeah. Middle school that's what a, that that's a bad you, time man. to do that. That's a yeah. really bad time to do that. I, was, I went to a different sixth seventh and eighth grade and i forgot about that that sucks yeah that's not a good time to be bouncing around i would not recommend it to anybody do not have three (laughs) you had to go into three different schools and talk about how cool you were you were like a big chess champion i had my uh kitty hawk shirt and i was really excited about it and then i you know kids didn't think that was cool or my kitty hawk what is that Kitty Hawk, that's where the uh, Wright brothers flew their plane. I got it in North Carolina when we went to oh, North Carolina. I thought it was like mm-hmm. a, like a, I was thinking of that, like, remember when everyone had the shirts? I don't even know what they are, but they, they were like a weird bird that had like, it was all black and it had like an angry face and everyone had a mm-hmm. shirt with it on it. Do you remember that? I'm sure if you showed it to me, I by your description, it's not ringing any bells. I don't see how. <laughs> black shirt bird i don't you know no, the bird was all black and it was like a cartoon and it always looked angry and it was like a little square bird and sometimes it wore like a helmet which is why i thought it was that because i think some of them were cats and then i was like <laughs> i don't i i mean again understandable might... <laughs> the way i'm describing it understandable so yeah the wright brothers huh yes yeah. not the wright brothers plane <laughs> yeah i um uh yeah i had a bunch of dumb shirts that people made fun of me for you know well you always got the you got them in gigantic sizes i wore large shirts and i eventually grew you know but i was very small child yeah i had my stupid saxophone and uh, <laughs> i looked like a little nerd and <laughs> yeah it's funny looking back on pictures of you because i remember like i remember you at that age but i was like i was littler so like yeah it's funny to look back because i don't even know what size shirt you got because like you're drowning in those shirts so it's like did you get like a 3xl yeah and i don't know where they came from i just had (laughs) i had it i don't i didn't like go and say mom buy me this shirt it's just like i just inherited it i guess like i don't know like Tom, it's was... like every shirt you had. It's not like this just happened one time. He's just gonna make it work. It was like you're drowning in all your shirts. I don't I know. know. Bob is just like he's gonna get big. I know because the rest of the family's tall. Tom so. and Dad are. Yeah, that's that's all. It, even though she's very small, you know, like there's a chance. I suppose I could have just been a small person. Yeah, there's a but... chance you could have been. But here but we just, are today. It I, just happened to me. Me and mom are small. <laughs> yeah, you guys are the small ones and the rest of us grew. Like grew normally. Um, yeah. Sophia's I, I, small. Yeah, but she's not of age yet, so we don't know. Well, that's as tall as she's going to get. She's okay. already reached her height. <laughs> All right. I guess you know best. <laughs> You know best about that, so I'm not going to argue. I was told. I was told. Who told you that? Mom. Mom said that's it. She's done. That's usually like she's at the age where people stop growing taller. I guess I'm still thinking Sophia's like eight, and she's not, and uh, so that's my problem. (laughs) (laughs) 
Maybe we shouldn't say her name. I don't know if it matters. We're not saying it doesn't. Name. No one knows her last name, and they never will. But, um, yeah, but yeah, she she is. Uh, I think her and mom are the same height, and then but their whole family, her other side of the family is all small. Mm -hmm. She didn't have so, much of a chance. She was going up, and and I think they're you know they've got some aggressive genes, so I yeah. don't think she had much of a chance. Well, she yeah, she looks way more like them than us, but her yeah. I think her personality fits in better with us. So yeah, Nature, we'll see about we'll nurture. see about the other one. <laughs> Time will tell. Um. <laughs> So anyway, I guess we didn't really do our days, you know. I well, I talked about the car in front of me. Oh, Other than great. that, I'm just kind of limping around. My legs get like I'm at the point where the doctor said I I just need to walk on it and it get it stronger. So that's great. But uh, I do we've miss polling for you. Yeah. Excuse me. I said we were we're polling for you. No, you weren't. I, everyone listened to the last episode where you made fun of me for even having a problem. I did not. I just you you made it clear that it wasn't as big of a problem as you made it. So I was playing along, you know, uh -huh. but I don't like anyone being in pain. You know, I was very glad to hear that you uh, you were progressing and that your leg is feeling better. I, I you know, all these things uh, uh, I find I find to be uh, comforting. You know, and in these troubling times, it does Otherwise, suck in the in the morning because it like gets tense like while you're sleeping. Mm -hmm. And then there's just like a brief period in the like beginning of the day where you just have to walk on it to get it going, but it hurts so much to do yeah. that. And you want to just not get up, but you can't not get up. You can't not get up. Yeah, so. I had a, a similar problem with that with my back. I was at Vincennes University and my back went out. And I've never had anything like this before. It was just like suddenly, it's just like, oh my God, I can't bend my back anymore. Yeah, it sucks. And I just, I don't. And it's never happened since. I've always had back problems, you know, my whole life. I've had back problems, but like this was just like it just like went up and down, and it was just like okay, <laughs> like I just kind of <laughs> hobbled back to my dorm and and laid down and was like, I guess this is it. <laughs> this is what I'm doing until this problem solves itself, and it did. Yeah, it's a fat. Yeah, it's a horrible <laughs> feeling because also there's a in the back of your mind, you're like, is it not going to get better? Is this just mm -hmm. my life now? Is it just going to hurt every day I get up? I know. And I don't remember and then you're also saying it. I don't remember like telling any. I'm sure I said like, mom, like this is happening. She's like, lay down for a while. Like, <laughs> I don't know. But luckily I, uh, I got through it. <laughs> yeah. And I'm here today without, you know, I still have, I have plenty of back problems, but I'm always worried that just like one day I'm going to like bend down or sneeze or something it's just like okay it happened again <laughs> it happened again oh like right now i'm like pleading i'm like if i get better i'm gonna like stretch every day right yeah that's <laughs> what you do like, yeah <laughs> do all these leg exercises you have no idea <laughs> you have no idea how active i'm gonna be <laughs> yeah i'm gonna be so fucking buff <laughs> I'm sure it was probably a health thing because that was the worst I had ever eaten in my life mm. because I had these meal tickets and like you would just go through like a you would go through like a like a old country buffet. Is that what they're called? Like that kind of level of food buffet where it's just yeah. like, oh, this and this crap and this crap. ooh, and more crap and brownies <laughs> and chocolate milk. 
And I would just eat that. And I was like, oh, I'll buy my, you know. This was the motherfucking life. This was the f- motherfucking life, I would say. And then yeah, my back went out. Mine, I, I wasn't drinking water. So, like, mm. I got dehydrated. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, you get Charlie horses when you get dehydrated. Oh, my God. Charlie so, horse. I got, like, I got a Charlie horse. But then it just, mm. I think I, like, pulled it while I got that. Oh. And then it just, that's what happened to me. So, oh. Charlie don't versus, don't yeah. get dehydrated. Just keep drinking that water of yours, everybody. Yeah, I used to, when I when I used to swim and was going through growth spurts, I used to get Charlie horses all the time. And, I suck. Oh my well, God, okay, so you up. know now you know what this feels like. It just feels like I have a constant Charlie horse That's when I stand. That's the worst. I'm so yeah. sorry. That's the worst. It is the worst. Having a Charlie horse, I'm sure every everybody's had at least had one, but they're horrible i hate mm-hmm. it. it feels like your leg is going to snap up i know yeah just break in half and like normally feels... they go away after like a few seconds when mm-hmm. you just flex your but not this time that sucks That's but sucks. it is it is slowly going away every day it gets a little better i got like a i got like a deep intense like leg massage mm-hmm. when i went in and that felt really good so we'll see i was drinking nothing but those uh um coke zeros and i swear like and i was doing the same thing i was like not drinking water because i i will just have water like that's sort of my like my default drink right yeah and i um but i was just like buying the coke zeros and i would just down them and down them and i swear that's why i was getting those ocular migraines because i would just like drink nothing but those Mm -hmm. and then i would just keep getting them i'm like i gotta stop and i haven't had them since you know knock on wood I was trying to think back because I was like, I can't remember because I'm like you. I usually just drink water, so it's never mm-hmm. usually a problem. So, like, usually, like, during lunch, I'll just fill my water bottle up. But I don't know. I just went, like, a week and a half without doing that. And mm-hmm. I was just, like, um, I was drinking. I drank, a, like, a little bit of coffee, which I don't normally drink. So I don't know if that attributed to it, too. But, like, I just mm. got dehydrated. I don't know. I don't know. I never drink, again. I've been I drinking drink- Gatorade's of coffee a day so. trying to get it all back up so. and my legs are great <laughs> my legs have never been better shut up shut up about your legs shut <laughs> up about legs your legs have never been better um so how did your day go it was a nice day i had a nice day so i walked to target and this is my long walk uh, up in wicker park it's not super far but it's about 45 minutes away but nice nice long walk so i did that and i was listening to uh the chieftain so i'm on this kick um i didn't want to bring it up before because i would just talk about it for an hour so maybe i won't because we've already been talking for a while but i'm listening to every record so i played earthbound have you played earthbound kelly i don't even know what that is earthbound is it's a it's a super nintendo rpg and I've known okay. about it forever, right? And everyone's like, dude, you got to play Earthbound. You know, I, had, I had a person in my uh, Japanese class in high school, and he's like, here's the cartridge. Go play it. And I would just I just put it in my backpack, and I just walked around and never played it. And I would always start it and never play it. So I was like, finally, it's on, it's on the Nintendo Switch virtual SNES console, right? And I'm like, I'm going to finally play it because I know it's great. Everybody cool. Who is cool? Who likes video games? has played earthbound and likes it right like and so i i sat down and i started it and i got and i was like i'm gonna push past this part at the beginning 
because it's just like there's a bit of a learning curve it's just like the game is it's like it's not you know exactly like a traditional rpg so there's some things you got to learn some things you kind of just have to accept this is the way this game does it you're just gonna have to deal with it once you get all into that you and i just like i got past that point that point where i was like i've never been this far before i'm just gonna keep going and see what happens and then it's just like holy shit this is like the best game i've ever played and really? I'm just like oh my god it's so good like i think you would like it too um but it's the same thing you just when you start it you just have to expect that you're gonna there's some a learning curve and you're just gonna have to go with it at least in my experience i don't know if that's normal but that's kind of how i felt about it so right. it's like once i did that it's just like this this is i cannot believe that i mean i knew every i knew it was but it's like it's just it's better than i could have thought that it was hearing people talk about it huh. and it's so good like that and the music of it is is my favorite part the game is is incredible but like the music is to me is just like that like i was just blown away by how many of the songs were like would pull me in or like how like how they would change and and how they would utilize stuff and the big thing about it is that there's a lot of like samples in there too so it's a lot of like you know, they, you'll hear something in there and it kind of sounds familiar and then you'll learn, oh, they actually pulled from this. And like, then it's like I was deep diving. It's just like, oh, there's all this this kind of stuff here. They got inspiration for this. So I've been just like, I made a playlist on uh, on Tidal and I was like, I'm just going to take every like album. I, I This uh, Gino7 is the YouTuber's name. He, he went through and he's like, okay, this is, this samples from this, this is inspired by this. And this is like the, you know, the, the, um, the composer being like, I would listen to this. I like this. Like he actually said, like this is the you know music I was listening to, or this is what I used to do it. So I was just like, okay, I'm gonna put that on there. I'm just gonna listen to it, and I've been having a hell of a time. And that's like what's yeah. consumed my music listening. Um, and then, like I said at the beginning, so the, the series is called Mother in in Japan. So Mother Three, the game I, was, I said earlier was is the third of this series. Earthbound is the only official or was the only official uh localized in america version so they changed the name to not confuse people even though it's actually mother two but but so now i'm playing the third game in this series and it's it's also incredible and it's like it's complete like it's the tone is very different but it's like still exciting and there's like i have these videos like youtube videos planned i want to listen to because it's like i want to know like where all this music came from but i don't want to anything to spoil what happens because it's you know heavy story stuff yeah. and it's like i don't i don't want to know anything about this until i play it so it's like now i'm just like not trying to like rush through it but like i'm fully into that doing that so that's my story about that so anyway walked to target did that had a nice walk listening to that um I think that's about it. I got back and I'm always terrified. I'm very bad at directions and I I might just, I seem like someone probably just, and not in a bad way, just someone that's like, if you're going to ask somebody for something, it's like, this guy looks like he's nice, right? right? At least at least <laughs> a lot of people will be like, can you, where's this? And I'm like, I, I'm really, I don't know. I mean, I've lived <laughs> here for however many years and I don't know, but like, I will like try to like, so I walk a lot, so I'm, like, trying to kind of map out my area. I know it very well, and, like, I know where the streets are. I know, you know, which direction everything is in. And this lady comes up. I'm like, okay, I can finally use it. She's like, where's this street? And I'm like, that's 
and I'm like, it wasn't, I know it wasn't anywhere around, you know, <laughs> but I was just like, really, I was just like, really, like, I, it, I don't think that street's anywhere near here, but like, I know other streets, ask me about other streets. <laughs> you should have, you should have said that. I know. You know. Like, <laughs> yeah, can I interest you in a different street? <laughs> Would you like to know more about David? Like, I'm just like, and I went home and like looked at a map and I'm like, it's nowhere around here. Like there's, I just like, I couldn't have done anything. Maybe she got on the wrong like train or something. I think so. And it was just like she knew it was along the green line. And I'm like, that's oh. a very long way. No. Like <laughs> that's a, a like a huge chunk of the city that you're talking about there. So yeah. like I she could be like and I yeah, I don't think it was anywhere near there, but best of luck to her. I just said it was like good luck. Like I, <laughs> I can't help you. <laughs> I tried, but Aww. Anyway, that's that was my day. So cool. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I, I there's always a bunch of games on that uh console that I do want to try. Like a few of them look interesting, but I always just go back to playing Donkey Kong Country and mm -hmm. Mario because Meg will text me uh every couple days and just be like Donkey Kong, and I'm like, do you even have to ask? <laughs> So we're going through Donkey Kong Country 2 again right mm. now. So every time we get a little better, but there are levels. I the, the fun thing about playing with Meg is that she's like me where like we don't really get frustrated. We mm -hmm. just kind of, mm -hmm. we wander off the cliff as many times as we need to wander off a cliff before yeah. the, uh, the level is over. So. <laughs> It's yeah. it's not as fun when you're playing with someone that gets like frustrated, but it's kind of like I can't fucking do it anymore. I can't fucking do it. Me and Meg are always just kind of like, all right, uh, do you want to try for a little bit? Are you <laughs> you want to try not falling off this cliff? I'll try. <laughs> you have right. those friends that do the very like condescending, like oh, you could do it. You know, it's not bad. Yeah. It's just like, buddy, just have fun with it. Like, yeah, my <laughs> my friend Caleb and I played through Tropical uh, Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze together, and and it was the same thing. It was just like. We just died like 90 times in a row and just laughing our ass off. About you got to be okay with you dying. You have yeah. to. Yeah. Like that's the way you have to play those games. I have, I have a little folder on my Switch that is just Meg falling off cliffs in the most hilarious <laughs> way possible. There's one. We we took forever on the level where you turn into a snake and you have to like uh, mm -hmm. go through the pirate ship on on the snake. And there's this one oh, where you have to like jump yeah. on the barrel, and we, I, well, we, wa I watched Meg fall off that cliff maybe twenty seven times in a row. But the funniest one was she was like, "I think I got this now," and she did that like super jump, and she stopped super jumping, and then she just went forward and fell off. It <laughs> made me laugh so hard just because she like was all ready like to do it, and then there was like just a pause, and then she just was like. She wasn't even super jumping. She just walked off the cliff. Yeah, the funny thing, uh, the thing I love about dying in Donkey Kong countries is that it, every, uh, yeah, all all three of the original ones, are, yeah, and the new ones too, I think there's, you have balloon lives. So there's always that moment where like your character falls off a cliff and then there's like a brief pause, like a two second pause and then a balloon going like exploding. So it's just like, just enough where it's like you died and then just a little bit of like insult to injury at the end. <laughs> Oops, Oops, you died. 
it is nice like... on the Switch now that you can like make little save points. I know it's not like mm-hmm. completing the game, mm-hmm. but there's parts where I'm just like, I'm sorry, if me and Meg took like yeah. 20 minutes to get through something, we're gonna do that fail thing, like the save thing. Listen, I 102, I 102'd Donkey Kong Country 2 on the Super Nintendo. I don't ever have to do it again. I'm not going through <laughs> that fucking buddies level that last secret level ever again without doing that because it oh, like, i've never done the secret levels nuts. they're way too hard for me they're like so i hard yeah i i can't even do the first one like when in the lava like yeah. that's already too fucking hard i'm not i'm not gonna try to do it once the levels are actually hard yeah and oh my god in three oh well but yeah there's they're um they're just a huge they're not it's not like a giant spike in difficulty but it's just enough that you're like it's beyond like where you know we were talking about before it's like it's frustrating but you'll do it to like i i don't even think i can do this or yeah like, yeah it has know. to be doable like yeah i like the the good thing about donkey kong to me is that i know that i did it as a kid so i know mm-hmm. that it's possible to do it now and so i think that's always like the I think that's what's what's harder about newer games for me. I'm just like, I don't know if I can do this. Like, I just, it could just be impossible for me. And yeah, so, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I am excited too, because um, Little Nightmares 3 comes out this year Nice. at some point. I don't know when exactly. But right now, Meg is playing Little Nightmares 2 so she can get used to the game. Because okay. you know, the third one is co-op mode. So I'm really excited because we can play through it together. Nice. My friend uh, Caleb and I are, well, he's watching me play. So we were, there's this game, Danganronpa. Do you know this game? What is it? It's called Danganronpa. It's a, it's a game that's, it's similar in parts to Ace Attorney, right? There's okay. like a, a trial system, but it's, it's very different. It's hard to explain. And I like, it's hard if you don't want to spoil anything for the game as well, but it's this one game like we don't overlap often like we both like like jrpgs and we both like this game i guess is really it like otherwise like he likes his games i like my games this is one i was like i played it on the xbox and like long after it had come out it was on game pass and i was like played it blew my mind and i was like caleb play this game like keep going just try it and then he like just blasted through it loved it it's like the only time that's happened i think it's like that's what even feels better because like we'll both recommend games to each other but you know recommending games where it's like you have like it's i think more than anything there's such a specific thing that people like about video games right and like you think you might know it's like i think you would like this and the play is like I know. Yeah, no, <laughs> no is... one knows what I like, so like I get that. Yeah, and it, it's hard. Like I, I try. And it to... makes you feel bad too because yeah. like people recommend something, they'll be like, "This is just like something you love," and you're like, "I guess so." And then like I always like start it just because I'm a good yeah, person, yeah. and then I'm just like, "This is so off." Like, but I don't. I never want to be the person that's like, "This is why I didn't like it." I'm just kind of like, "Yeah, it was fun." Yeah, it's like, oh, I could see why you thought I liked it. <laughs> Goodbye forever. <laughs> yeah. And if that's the thing, it's just like you could really like a game that's kind of like it. But it's not, it, whatever it is, it's not the same. Yeah. And it just doesn't work. And it's re- I, I find it almost impossible to um, to recommend games. And it, it was a thing where I was just like, I don't, I wasn't like confident he would like it either. I was just like, please play this at least and try it. 
And yeah. if you like it, then we can talk about it. And now it's like we're we just absolutely like, he's watching me play that. He immediately played two and three, and I'm now like part of the way through two, and he's watching me play it. And it's just so fun to. Like, you like play on Twitch and he watches? I just stream it. We're on Discord and all. Oh, okay. Like, I See, I wish my friends would let me watch them play video games, but no one no one lets me watch them play video games. You told them that you want to? Have you said, Well, I mean, like, I, I, I always play. say I like watching people play video games, and no one is like, you can watch me play video games. I guess I should specifically ask people. Say that. Like, I okay. think that people don't know that you're being – because, yeah, I'm the same way. Like, I'll, I'll watch Caleb play games because he's really good at games – Especially ones that's like, I want to see this game, but I Yeah, but it. I don't want to play it. That's how yeah. I feel about, like, so many games where I'm just like, yeah, I yeah. would like to watch someone else play it. And then that way you can kind of, like, it's not, it's also just a fun time to hang out with somebody because you're, like, sort of there and you can comment on the game. But it's just like, a, it's just like a nice bonding thing. Yeah, that's it. Like, exactly. I don't know if I feel that way because, like, I, I is Caleb a youngest kid? No, he's an older brother. Really? Okay, mm. that's weird. Well, it's not weird, but I, like I was wondering, like, because I guess mm. I was just used to watching you guys play, and I always felt good when Thomas would let me watch him play, because I'm like, I get to be in here but until Tom... the day I tripped over the uh, oh, SNES. And never he... do that. He uh, <laughs> that <laughs> never, was so never terrifying. Accidentally do anything. Yeah, I have uh, done that. I've seen a cat do that once, and it's just not a good time for anyone so no yeah i tripped i don't even remember what game he was playing but he was at a point where he was like all like into it and i tripped over the i was like a third grader i tripped over the yeah, cord yeah. and it pulled it out and thomas chased me we should say that this is not like we're not yeah this is not tom this is tom when he was a young he, he was a teen <laughs> he was yeah. a teen and like i don't think he ever had any intention of hurting me but like I just remember I was terrified because I tripped over it and then I just ran and then he chased me and I shut that door and he punched through the glass by accident. And that then... was um Tekken. It was Tekken? Yeah. We were playing. He got Tekken that mad the, about Tekken? The PlayStation. That's the game we were I know that was the game we were playing because Emily's friend had come over and we were all playing Tekken together. Huh. And like I don't yeah, I remember specifically. It was the I think it was maybe the first Tekken. Um, really, that's funny. I I don't think I guess I didn't assume. I I assume he was playing like a game where you like were. Is there even game like? Is it was it just like person versus person Tekken, or was he like actually playing a game? I think if I remember correctly, it was that it wasn't that you did something. I think it was that. You said something to him about. No, I definitely tripped over something. Are you sure? Because I yeah, remember... I'm positive okay, because so it was then... an accident. Because I I was just a little kid. I wasn't like trying to provoke Thomas in any way. Uh, no, I t we'll we'll go through this another time. I think we'll do some... it in therapy. We'll bring Tom someday. In. No, I said that <laughs> the once. Like, it, it, I always feel the need to reiterate. This is not Tom. Tom is great. You know. But it like, also you're making it sound like it was a huge deal when you well, did that. No, I don't I know, think it was a big just, deal. I think it was just no, no, a sibling no, no. thing. I well, I was doing it. I was saying this specifically for this one because I told somebody the story as like, uh, oh, this was a fun memory, and they're like, I'm so sorry that happened to you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I felt like it was a normal sibling thing. Like I don't, yeah. I don't think like if he caught me, he was gonna like hurt me. I think he was just gonna like. 
I, I feel like he was going to catch me and yell at me is what I thought was going to happen. Yeah, mine was that I was like, and I, I love this. This is a, a cherished memory for me. But that <laughs> I, you I, love which... Thomas chasing after me and then getting his hands <laughs> smashed? The, I, the one I'm about to say okay. to tell you <laughs> is that we would play uh, Super Bomberman 2 was a big game in all of our uh, ex- all of our gaming uh, lives. We all loved this game. We used to like stay, like get up, wait till mom and dad went to bed, and and get up and play it. But we would just like I would just watch him play. I loved watching him play it because he was really good at Super Bomberman 2. And I would just sit there, and every time he get mad, he would just as hard as he could punch me in the arm, <laughs> and like that was it. Like it was just like. It was it was just some like I feel like too it's just what brothers do anyway, but like it's kind of like that was my reason for being there. It was just like, oh. but not real, you know. It was fun. We played it together, but uh, I think there's a very big like it's weird when you come across people that had very different sibling relationships than you did. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's always just like a more of an age gap because I I always remember too when I played soccer and I was on. Um, we, I don't, it's not like we don't want to say your name for any reason, but I was on this other girl's team uh, that we both know, but she was like a super nice person. Mm-hmm. But I just remember like we were like pl- like playing soccer and then she was like, oh, I got to go see my brother's game. And like, I think I made a comment. And I was like, I'm not going to watch my brother play like soccer. Like he's like, he sucks. <laughs> and she was like, I love my brother. Yeah. And I was like, okay. <laughs> It's like, <laughs> it's like I love mine too, Jesus Christ! Like, but they also had yeah. like a bigger age gap, so I don't know if that would make a That's huge a difference because we're we're, it, we're yeah. pretty like all close together in age, so it's like you're kind of growing up with another teenager in your zone where you're like it's fight, we're fighting. That's it. Yeah, and it's just like you're all okay with each other for the most part. Like, there's yeah. you butt heads quite a bit, but it's like you're all kind of experiencing the same kind of things at the same time. Yeah, and if you have someone that's a, a quite a bit older than you, then it's, I think it's more of a like, almost like a parental figure. Yeah, I think that like was a... maybe it. I don't know. It was just jarring because I was like, I she made it sound like I was a terrible person for saying that. I was like, I feel like I have a normal like sibling yeah, I'm relationship. Not watch like my siblings do anything. Yeah, and all my friends were like that too. It was just kind of like Christy would be like, I'm not going to Ben shit, but she what but idiot. she loves Ben. You know, like it's just. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, that's what I'm used to. And then it was just, it just felt like I was being shamed and like I was a bad sister. And I was like, ask. Yeah. yeah. I'm that's not a, a bad sister. I'm not a bad sister. I'm the best I... sister there is. <laughs> Have I sprayed maple syrup on my own sister? Yes. But she was wearing my jacket. <laughs> yeah, it's all in good fun. <laughs> it's all in good fun. All the injuries, all the scars, you know, that's part of it. That is, uh, I I think it prepares, it doesn't prepare you better. Nobody's better prepared than anyone else. Yeah. It's just that. I it, made all my scars on my own. I think I did too, honestly. I think, <laughs> except Yeah, for I don't two. think any of us, well, I guess Thomas could blame me for the scar in his hand because of that day where he punched through the glass. Mm-hmm. But, um, because I think it was half him punching through and half me slamming the door that was like the, and it was the second glass door he's punched through, so it wasn't my fault. 
because mm-hmm. um, he punched through that one he, we were house sitting and he punched through the glass of people we were house sitting. so yeah, uh he cool. he punches through glass that's what he does <laughs> um but yeah i what was i saying right before that because i had a point I apologize to you. Oh, uh, my, all my scars. I think because I, we've kind of talked about that before. My best scar is the one I have, like, I have a gear-shaped scar on my leg. And it's mm-hmm. very, like, it's very, I, I almost, I used to try to get rid of it when I was a kid because I was like, it's so ugly. Mm-hmm. But now I love it. And I'm so glad that it's just there. Because mm-hmm. I, I, it's the stupidest, stupidest way anyone could get a scar. I tried to ride my bike and read a book at the same time. I was old enough to know better, um, but I tried and I crashed my bike and I landed on the gear Ugh. and I still, I have a scar that's, it's the shape. It would be like if you like ran a gear over like something, it's in that shape and it rules now. And everyone thinks I had surgery though. It doesn't, it doesn't compute that. I'm just like, no, I had a gear stuck no, in my leg. I crashed uh, the bike and got a gear stuck in my leg. Yeah. <laughs> you idiot. I didn't have surgery. You Dumbass. <laughs> Clearly. Uh, but I'm glad that I never like seriously tried to get it. Because I remember I would tell mom about it in high school. And I'd be like, I just want it gone. I want to mm. get like lasered off. And she was like, maybe. And I'm glad that it never happened because I like it now. Yeah. I don't have any major ones. Like I have my, my, my tooth. But that's been fixed since. And then I have my big gash in my leg that was trying to chase a kitten on the ground. Oh, yeah, that's it's like on your lamest. knee, right? You got yeah. that one. Because I have a similar one on, on the front of my leg where I ran into the bed. They were, like, looked at it and like, well, we can't s- s- stitch this up. <laughs> like, yeah. it was such a gaping hole. So I don't even think about that one anymore. I don't even, I haven't even seen it. I'm going to look hmm. at it later. I'll tell you how it goes. Cool. Um, but, and then I've got one on my arm from when I used to push carts at Payless, and uh, I hit like a, I hit one of those concrete pillars, and it scraped. I got one feet. of mine at Kroger too. I got the one on my wrist from Kroger because I was running in flip flops in the rain. Oh, do And that. I fell down, and I I like skidded across on my wrist, and mm-hmm. I have a perfectly square scar on my wrist. Yeah, mine is like a teardrop. That's pretty cool. I remember this woman helped me up and she was like, we're going to sue Kroger. Like, <laughs> I, don't think... I was like, I don't think that so I can justify. Ready. I was, was like, like, I was running in flip flops in the rain. I don't think yeah. I can be like, this is Kroger's fault. She was like, I'm on, I'm in on this. I'm getting half. I don't know money. if she was a lawyer herself or if she thought she could get in on the money. Just like, this is my daughter. Um, yeah, but... I'm adopting you and we're suing <laughs> Kroger together and we're gonna make a we're gonna seal Kroger together you're gonna give me half the earnings <laughs> yeah we're gonna sue Kroger sounds like it was really like, fucked up. I don't know it was really funny I was just kind of like that's okay like I'm fine yeah people and money people and money it's it's scary <laughs> it's scary people and money people well we kind of glazed money. over people I guess we can get into our topic oh yeah we skipped over a good transition we did skip over a really good transition because me and Meg are playing Donkey Kong. We decided since we're writing movies that we would write the Donkey Kong movie. Mm-hmm. And I guess I wanted to start off by asking you because I, I feel like it could go either way with the, the way that I want to do it. And I don't know okay. if there's ways that you thought you want to do it. Do you think it should be a cartoon? a vi- Like a video game looking cartoon? A regular cartoon or live action? Live action live action 
No way. What? You don't think it? I, I think it could be kind of fun. I if you did it I'm... old timey live action style, where it was like the mm-hmm. costumes were bad and like it, like. I, I'm not talking live action like Disney live action now, where okay, it's like an okay, actual okay. monkey. I'm talking live action where it's a guy very noticeably wearing a monkey suit. Okay. That but I, I'm leaning towards cartoon. Yeah, I guess it just depends on how big the movie is supposed to be. Like, the way you say that, I'm like, I guess it could, it could be like, it's got to be very, like, small, you know, like a... A coming of age story (laughs) like we need donkey kong to like jump on things and you know roll around and uh i don't think that's possible if if it's just a guy in a costume not that it's not but you know come on we're in the year 2024 you know you're pitching this garbage and frankly (laughs) it's embarrassing (laughs) so i think that the kids would love it because they'd be like what's this monstrosity and then it would be like what's this monstrosity (laughs) That's always what you want kids to say. They'll be like, I like it because it's weird. And I'll be like, finally. It would be funny if it came out and it was just like, you remember the Mario movie? Well, here's this. So... <laughs> Good Get luck ready to for Donkey Kong Country. If we, we did, did more not than... have the same budget. <laughs> did not have the same Do you think if the yeah, they're they're making a Donkey Kong movie. I think in the same style as that Mario movie they made last year, and I'm not. I think so, at least that that's the rumors I've heard. But it is a different. It, it is, you know, I don't know. I didn't like that uh, Mario movie really at all. I never watched it. I didn't have any interest in the trailer, and for the longest time, I didn't even watch the trailer. I thought that that was a live action movie, and like I was ta- I remember I was talking to someone just like mad about the casting choices, and they were just kind of like you know it's a cartoon right like you don't see these people and i'm like i did not know that thank you like that's that's interesting i I, how did you not see like a trailer for it i guess i just heard about it like i i don't i never saw like the i think at that point i just heard that it was happening and i heard Mm. that the what the cast was you know I, and then I guess I just didn't think cartoon right away. I don't know why I didn't think hmm. cartoon right away, but in my head I was just kind of like, oh yeah, like these these people are being these characters, so they're obviously the characters. I so think... I was ready to see Charlie Day as Luigi. Is it and... Charlie Day or is it Charlie Kelly? Charlie Day. Charlie Kelly's in Sunny. Charlie okay. Day's the real guy. So, yeah, I think that that live action wouldn't have been a bad casting. I I, th- that's why I guess them. I thought it was close enough looks wise that I guess yeah. I was just thinking I was more thinking that than voice I was thinking that that looks wise everyone sense. was kind of kind of made sense except Who, for oh, Chris that, Pratt was Mario I was like who's Mario Charlie Kelly's pretty short and yeah that's Luigi's true. pretty like gangly so that doesn't make a whole lot of sense well I don't know at least choices but I was I was confused with a lot of things. But I don't I think for our movie, I don't think that Seth Rogen was the correct choice Mm-mm. for Donkey Kong. Like I I don't think that's what Donkey Kong sounds like to me. Because I don't think he's like a fun time guy. I think Donkey mm-hmm. Kong is serious. He's I think serious. Donkey Kong gets the he he didn't see him like cracking jokes or thinking anything mm-hmm. was funny. He was disappointed in you when you fucked up. Oh, he wasn't oh, Seth Rogen. Oh, oh. Seth Rogen isn't disappointed in you when you fuck up. 
Why was that the choice? Because I don't know. Donkey Kong is a very, I was thinking about this earlier and I thought I came to the same conclusion specifically because when you, from what you, yeah, when you talking about the first DKC game, when you fail at a, this isn't what I thought, but just because of what you said, when you fail at a, a, a special level, a, a bonus level, it's not like both him and Diddy, honestly, they're both really like he does that thing where he like puts his hands over his eyes shakes his head he looks ashamed he's like diddy's ashamed. like diddy is le- just like letting it out he's just kind of yeah. like fuck this fuck everything and then donkey kong is just kind of like you disappointed me like i i feel like he is my father of the game and i feel like i'm supposed to make him like like me during the game and he just doesn't when i don't when i fail and you almost get the impression that Diddy reacting the way he does is because he was he's around Donkey Kong so much. You know, Donkey yeah. Kong's like, well, you. It's like and I Diddy's can't do like, damn it, why? And the other thing <laughs> is, I was thinking about is that like, I was thinking about the idol animations specifically because what happens for first of all, what happens when Mario is in an idol animation normally? He'll just kind of chill. He'll fall asleep. He falls asleep, right? Yeah. Yeah. Or he'll just like, he just kind of chills out for a while. What does Donkey Kong do every single time? He starts banging his chest. He gets really upset if he's standing there too long. And like, that's it. Like, he doesn't have like another one where he's like, I don't remember if there's one for Tropical Freeze or the newer ones, but he's like pissed. Yeah. Donkey Kong's a go getter. He doesn't like to stall. He likes to get stuff done. He doesn't like to waste time. Yeah. And like, he he's not Seth Rogen. Like, good, I don't know who decided that Donkey Kong was a good time. He's not. Mm-mm. Funky Kong is a good time. Funky Kong is the definition of a good time. Yeah. Like, that could be Seth Rogen. Sure. Yes, Funky Kong could be Seth Rogen easily. I don't think I would cast... I don't, I don't want Seth Rogen near this project at all. But if I had to put him in something, mm-hmm. I would say Funky Kong. Right. I don't know. It's like they didn't even think. It's like they were like... I don't even know if what game they played that they were like, Seth Rogen is Donkey Kong. Yeah, if anything, he's a doofus. Like, if you want to go a different direction and not like a like a fun-loving goofus, he's sort of like, he's got his thing he's doing and he, he won't be deterred from it, you know? And he almost doesn't realize other things are priorities as well. Like, he's either throwing barrels or he's trying to get his bananas back. Yeah. And he's doing like a, ooh, like... <laughs> I'm just a big dumb guy. Yeah, he doesn't. But I was care trying. I happens. was brainstorming because I can't think of a good voice for him. So I don't I know. It, it yeah. sounds like you were thinking along these lines. So I was like, did you think of anybody that you were like, I this is what he should sound like? Outside of just thinking Joe Rogan was wrong, I I decided I, I wasn't even going to try to cast because I'm not sure until we have the plot of this movie down that it's important to figure out who donkey kong is and i'm not sure uh outside of like dan castellaneta doing like season one homer like Hmm. that's maybe the closest where it's just like a kind of an angry dumb guy he's very confident and he's very sure that he's correct but he's also kind of a doofus you know we want to get Three stingrays in a row. God damn it! I can't. 
Yeah. So I or, or Walter Matthau, I guess. We'll just have him do it. Is he still alive? I can't imagine he is. He was ninety years old in nineteen seventy two. Why can't I, I? I felt like it feels like it should be easier, but yeah, it's it's easy to get too into the jowls with uh, season one Homer. Yeah. What you saw? What are you doing here? You got the shot. God, it's fucking hard not to do the jowls. Yeah. It's too hard to lean into the jowls. Oh, Maybe that's. Nah. <laughs> You're just going into Barney now. <laughs> but we'll uh we'll leave the casting to the casting director. Oh. I don't pretend to be a casting director, you know. There are times when I think I could be a good casting director, but I do think I could be a good music uh music director. Mm. I do think that. I okay, I could see that. Thanks. Um so I guess the plot that I was thinking, because we we already we talked about Donkey Kong Country in in detail in, a, in an early episode, mm-hmm. and I kind of pulled from that because I thought it would be interesting if Donkey Kong wasn't the hero of our story and we told it from this the the um okay well, who's the main villain in Donkey Kong Country is it King K Rule yeah King K Rule I think that we should tell it from his side of the story and go through go through the like the the progression of the movie would be going through the levels but we'd be telling it from the side of the the villains in quotations because okay. we decided that Donkey Kong we decided in that previous episode that Donkey Kong was the villain because he he had his hordes of bananas mm-hmm. King K Rule stole the bananas but kind of even, evenly distributed them amongst um the other all the other animals so i guess our story would be first of all it would start with the stealing of the bananas and donkey kong donkey kong would be kind of like the side character like we would see his journey but we'd be on the other side seeing him coming towards us you know sure and so these levels would be basically these different areas getting ready to go to war and knowing that Donkey Kong is like on route mm. and they're just going to like start trying to defend their area. So like the 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 story would just be the levels of this of the game, but it would be like we're telling a story with each each I, I would call them I guess I'd call them episodes, the the levels, you know. Yeah, that, not that each level, great. but each world. Each world is its own little section. Yeah. So, like, he would first come across the ostriches world or whatever the fuck they were. Um, vultures. But, like, it would be, that was their story. And so, like, we would, they would touch, like, stories of the the um, levels going through that world. But it wouldn't be, like, it wouldn't be, like, sh- episodic where you're, like, showing them do, like, every level. It would just be, like, this happened in here. So like we would like see them try to like get the hamster wheels together and stuff, and we'd see them like grouping and we'd see like their their plans and how they get foiled. But like okay, we're we in this in this story we're rooting for the the villains of Donkey Kong Country one. Okay, and it's a movie, not a, a like a like a 
television show, right? I, I guess it would just be a movie. Yeah, it would just be like this is like this is the story of Donkey Kong. Okay. Um, told from another perspective. So it's basically Wicked. If this is the the Wicked to Wizard of Oz is our story to Donkey Kong Country. Well, let, let's paint it. That, so King K rule. So here's my thought. I, I like this. I think we should do it. But what's what's the last thing that happens in in Donkey Kong Country? Where where's the last better battle held? I'm trying to think. Are you ask like you're asking me? Because like. Well, no, I'm I know. Just, I'm just curious. You know. Yeah. Okay, just, then tell me. Okay, so it's it's on the the pirate ship. So I'm okay. thinking, he King K. Rule is not the best leader, right? He's he's work. He's fighting for a good cause. He is rallied like his like all of these these creatures in in the land together. You know, it's a noble cause. He's a bit of a coward himself, right? And he's like he's happy to be on top, and he's happy. He's kind of like taking a bigger cut than maybe he should be taking. And his thing is like he's trying to get the fuck away because it's like he's got this whole thing to himself, and he's like it's he just keeps hearing disasters after disaster, right? Like it's like you know it's like uh, you know they just checked in from ropey ropey rampage. And and they're like, we sorry, like Donkey Kong, we we fell to Donkey Kong, and he's on his way. You know, he's en route to the next world, to the Monkey Mines, and they're like, oh shit! Like he's he's slowly panicking more and more, and you see him kind of loading the ship up. Oh, interesting. You know? So okay, so in uh, I think I'm just adding on to yours more than would it be like King K. Rule is is actively going through the same like path but donkey kong is after him so like king k rule is trying to like distribute the bananas and then take off and he's trying to get off like get out of town before donkey kong makes it there so like we're kind of seeing three parts of a story we're seeing mm. i think the the i think the most passive voice should be donkey kong's in our story so i think the the lead should be king k rule and he's like going through and then the second most passive should be the the um actual people that live in that world getting ready for Donkey Kong. And then I think he should be like the Donkey Kong coming through should be the like the least exciting part of the story. Okay. And it's more it's told through like we hear about it, but it's more like we hear like, sir, you know, Donkey Kong is on his way. He just made it here. Like, oh, we better what? hurry up. <laughs> That's the lot. Oh, what? <laughs> oh. No! But here's Come the on. here's the part specifically about the first game that we we have to figure out how this makes sense. This could just be propaganda from Donkey Kong, but there is a section of it that's very like industrialized, and the the idea is that like oh he's creating all of this, and it's like creating like sewage and you know like all of this toxic waste and. He's poisoning our little, you know, head that I've shaped in, you know, in my <laughs> likeness. Like, is it, what is, what's the situation with that? Because that's like, huh. obviously you don't, that's why I think it's better if it's like, King K. Rule is also evil and he's okay. like, he has presented his cause and it's a good cause, right? Like he's saying like, this is what I want. And, but he's also trying to sort of like, take some a little bit more for himself 
build his thing. He's okay. also destructive, but it's it's in a different way than Donkey Kong. So you're kind of two forces that are both essentially evil butting heads and That's then everybody in between. So okay, so like when we get to those those levels and that that part of the movie. So I guess that could be the climax is when okay, so the climax of the story could be when these these critters that are um in these levels that are were originally forming the the army against Donkey Kong with King mm -hmm. K. Rule, I think this is when they should find out that they are both evil. So I think up until mm -hmm. that area, I think that they should still think that King K. Rule is their god, and he's coming to save them. And like he like he's on the up and up, and Donkey Kong is bad. So I think there is going to be a part where the the this is when one of the critters is going to start like actually like like getting this through their brain like because mm -hmm. i think they should be blindly following king k rule before this and then i think yeah. when he gets to these levels where the sewage is popping up i think that one of like there should be like a a character a strong little character with a big voice <laughs> that's going to make changes uh, a flick okay. type, as as we've we've found in uh, previous. Uh, yeah, we did have flick in our. Be like, King K. Rool, that it's cool that you're here, but there's some some issues in the factory, and King K. Rool's like, yeah, uh, I'm gonna help with that, and he's like stuffing bananas in his pocket. Exactly. And, like, yeah. Pushing like stuff behind curtains and like. I, this is this is getting very wicked like because this is basically like i'm not i wasn't trying to fall i was never planning on following the the track of wicked but like here's my thing though basically this is them finding out like opening the curtain and seeing that the wizard isn't real yeah it, it's a it's a tale as old as time a and b we're 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 going against the mario movie which is trash right so <laughs> let's not care too much we'll make it a good story it's just like yeah it's a retelling it's a it's an old story it's one that's been told but we're telling it again and this time it's donkey Kong, right like and it'll make you think a little bit because already we we know that donkey kong what did donkey kong do before he got to donkey kong country and uh, with his you know, island that shaped like his head. He was throwing barrels at Mario and capturing women, right? Like he's not <laughs> a great guy. So he gets here. He's suddenly, you know, in what he considers his like his domain. You know, he's you know asserting his will on everyone. Bananas, and that's the other thing too. It's just like, well, yeah, they're getting bananas, but it's like he's fighting a bunch of reptiles. Reptiles don't eat bananas, right? Like they're sort of like, well, this isn't really even help us and we're mm. fighting this war we're not even really like it doesn't you know this doesn't really matter to us like the things that are important to us the things that would would push our lives forward make positive changes like neither side is really addressing it it's all about these fucking bananas and like we it's just like we we could give a shit we 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 couldn't care less about these fucking bananas and this but then why does king k rule want the bananas because he's his brain is rot that's the thing. It's like all these these people are thinking like, I just want to survive. I want my family to be fed. I want to live a comfortable, healthy life, right? 
And, oh, and then King K rules kind of like let them eat bananas like let about them it. Eat banana. Exactly. <laughs> That's the whole premise. It's the, it, again, it's a tale as old as time of, but yeah, we're, we're, we're showing the in between where really it's not that. And in a way, I think where it's just like, yeah, we'll, we'll maybe have a flick character, but I don't think necessarily we're following this character. Yeah. I don't think he's going to be the main character. I think that'll right. just be like the point where you realize that there's an act, there's more issues. And I think this should cause an uprising. Yes. And I think the actual story will be the, the uprising of, of the critters that live in these areas in between the the Donkey Kong Island and King K Rule's pirate ship. Yes. Because King exactly. K Rule, I guess, if he's if he's planning on just flying off on a pirate ship at some point, then he was never planning to be around to help out exactly. these people at all. So basically they okay, so I think before they trusted Donkey Kong because he was like supposed to be the leader of the land and actually lived on their land. King K. Rule comes through, shows them that something's wrong, and like trying to like get all these people on board with what what his new ideals are. Right. And then they have to find out that neither of these people have their best interest in mind, and they need to take over the island for themselves. Right. Exactly. And the thing is, too, with the DKC games, and this could play into it, this is the last time I think that we see the Donkey Kong head-shaped island, right? Hmm. So it's like, we'll get them to kind of fuck off, and then we'll just kind of take this back. And this will be our thing, and we're going to run it the way we run it, and we're not going to have these leaders come in and, and you know have their ridiculous things that we don't give any shit about. They've decided it's important to us, and like that's the the whole idea is just like just like let's fucking let these guys set sail off into the sunset and fight their little fights and and fight about things that you know ultimately don't matter but they've decided are the most important and somehow they've collected the most power so we have to listen to them but they'll sail away and then everybody on the island will just be like fuck them you know let's start to figure this out it's like yeah they, they you know whoever likes the bananas can have the bananas but you know, the reptiles, whatever the fuck reptiles eat, they're going to start eating that, you know? Like, Bugs. Is that it? What do they I eat? Don't, I guess I don't really know. I guess they eat fish. Fish? I mean, like, a snake would eat a frog. And I guess an al alligators would just eat anything. But they eat, like, fish, I think, mostly, right? Probably. It sounds right. So, yeah, yeah they're all going to be, like, um, carnivores. But okay, so we've we've got we got a premise down. We got like a storyline. I think the only missing piece we don't have yet is what about the side characters of Donkey Kong that seemingly live within the world and don't really have I don't I don't feel like they technically have a tie to Donkey Kong's like richness. I feel like they're kind of like living in these like shacks throughout Mm -hmm. these islands so i'm like are they part of the uprising or are they going to be on donkey kong's side are they going to pretend to be on donkey kong's side and be helping the critters as they go because i feel like funky kong especially i feel like is a trustworthy like type where he's like secretly on the critter's side but is gonna like make donkey kong think like he could be like flying him to like places that 
he didn't ask to go, you know, like he'd be like, oh yeah, you want to jump in the barrel? Let's go. And then Donkey Kong's like, where the fuck are we going? This isn't the way. And he's like, what? <laughs> uh, he could do shit like that. And Candy, I like, she could be like sending them in wrong directions. I, I don't know. Like, I, I guess I don't really know what, what their impact would be on the story yet. I think they're, they are cranky. So we've got cranky, we've got candy and we've got funky in the, if we're, we're kind of sticking with the first game which is fine i think so, so yeah this will be a like trilogy and we'll, we'll figure it out later you know kitty kong will come in and be the hero i think and we swanky both kong right swanky is, is not, in the, second, in the one. second one there is no like carnival situation in the first one i believe okay. there's only those three kongs and we don't even get uh um wrinkly she's in the second one right i think so because candy is the save and candy it disappears after this yeah. So, beside, yeah, so we've got three Kongs that, so Cranky, I feel like probably, he's too old, he's too set in his ways, he's probably going to kind of just do what he does, right? Funky is the kind of, he's the guy who never really thought about it, he's got the right attitude, right? He's always... <laughs> He's always well, been. If you're asking who has the right attitude, <laughs> it's gonna be Funky Kong. It's Funky. Funky's got yeah. the right attitude, <laughs> and he always, you know, he's kind of. It's not that he's always not. He's. I just think that he never really put the thought into it, right? Like he's always been like, you know, his thing would be like, be chill to, be chill to everybody, you know, be chill to each other, kind of shit. Like, like oh, my rich uncle, but come on. Yeah, and he's he's just sort of like, yeah, you know, I'm just helping a brother out. But then eventually yeah. he's like, fuck, I like this guy sucks. Kick him to the curve. Curb. He realizes <laughs> that yeah. Donkey Kong has no interest in um, offsetting his carbon footprint like Taylor Swift mm -hmm. does. Like, <laughs> he's just going to keep asking for rides. He's going to keep asking for rides. He's not listening and Funky, again, he's not stupid, right? He's not, like, he's just not up with it. And once somebody's like, we'll say Candy, right? Because Candy disappears. So Donkey, somebody makes Candy disappear. So Candy's like, don't you think it's a little fucked up what we're doing here? And Funky's like, I never really thought about that before. And we'll have to consider this in the second one. Because the second one gets a little sketchy with Funky. Because Funky starts to charge for his trips. And he never did that in the first one. Yeah. So, son of a bitch. Again, well, and then in the third one, he gets a little bit more chill again. But second one is it's a it's a little iffy. So maybe he's got kind of like he has a period where he's still finding himself and he's not sure. You know, essentially, this will be a kind of a funky. At least funky will get like funky is sort of the Han Solo of this. Yeah, story. funky will get the start of a villain arc that ends with a heroic. Exactly. Um, and I okay, Sacrifice, so I guess maybe Candy right? has to die in this story. I think Funky has to die. But I Funky's think in the second one. Uh, oh, you're saying Candy has to die first? Okay, okay. I, I'm thinking. Okay, Funky will die in the third one. No, he won't. He'll he'll write because I think Candy has to die in this movie before mm. the second movie. What because is her? Like you said, she disappears, and then there's only Wrinkly Kong. But I'm thinking so, too, she could easily have like since we don't see this island anymore, she could stay back and become kind of like like she could lead in a very like 
you know, this is, this is kind of what we need to do, like put together a good, you know, like council and like figure this out. And she's sort of like, she's the quote unquote leader, but she's not really comfortable calling herself that, you know, she's just sort of like becomes the like go-to person on this. So she's like the, the, the person who plays both sides, not, well, not technically both sides, but the fake on the side of the Kongs, but she's helping the uprising of the critters. I think her and Funky both come to a realization. I think they're both sort of lost a little bit, right? Like they're both, because they were born into it. They never really gave it a lot of thought. They're just like, I stand here and wait for Donkey Kong to show up. That's my job. And then she's like, this is fucked up. And then she's kind of like, she goes to Funky because Funky is approachable. And she real she sees the good in Funky, right? Like she understands that Funky is is at heart, you know. She knows down. that Funky is smarter than he lets on. I guess exactly. And he she knows there's more to Funky than he maybe even realizes at the time. So she goes to Funky. Funky doesn't quite get it. Takes Funky a little bit of time to get it. You know, Funky's still got a journey to go on. Candy's sort of coming into her own, and that's sort of that. That's like you know this will sort of establish and then i think it'll be like candy will continue her you know relationship with funky as funky sort of starts to go down what people what will at least paint as the wrong path right funky is sort of slipping a little bit candy has figured it out candy's like funky you got you gotta you gotta come you gotta figure this out you gotta get there i know you can't you know never gives up on funky and that'll be a big part of it. So I think if if we're following the storyline, I think in the climax of the story or in the the um uphill part of the story, mm-hmm. I think something something should either happen to Candy or she should she should die in one of the situations where the the factory. So I think the factory okay. being as dangerous as it is, I think at some point in those scenes Candy should come up against Donkey Kong or King K. Rule, and I think that there should be some kind of fight, and I think that she should she should lose, and then that just makes them more pissed. Who who's more pissed? Oh, the people. The that, critters. Okay, the critters are more pissed. Okay, so they've kind of accepted her as the leader, and then she dies. And then I think that should be like I think that should be just like what fucking sets this whole thing off, where it's just kind of like. That's fucking it. We're not doing You kill your own. Uh, I'm still not sure what the uh, family tree is like in Donkey Kong. I'll never get it fully pinned down in my brain. Nobody, people pretend that they know, but nobody knows for sure. But they don't know. Uh, But yeah, that'll be just like the moment where it's just kind of like, what the fuck? And then that's when the big fight happens. That's when that's when it's just a full on war. And then I think during the war, King K. Rule should just be like fixated on getting to his pirate ship. And then Donkey mm-hmm. Kong, Donkey Kong's like invested in the fight at this point. But I think King K. Rule's still trying to uh, flee. Yeah, that'll sort of be the 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 end of the movie is that they're they're fighting and and Donkey Kong is is all in it and yeah. King K. Rool, King K. Rool had like left. He had set sail, and they had like caught up to him. 
You know, he was so, ready to fuck off. Basically, what we have made is Wicked plus Ants and a Bug's Life. The only two things they ever tell the story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we have to add, and we all, I think we need a touch of space balls because it's just <laughs> very important to our. It just our keeps movies. cutting to them combing the desert. We ain't found <laughs> shit. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> just for no reason, just just because we need space balls in there. <laughs> this, yeah, this one will be a little labored. It's just like, okay, I get you always put it in, but at this point, it feels tired. Like maybe well, just for retire. people asking, like we don't want to do it either. But like every time we send a exactly. script to Joe Dante, yeah, he sends it back, More and he's like, balls. "Where is space balls?" And we're like. Buddy, like the first one was just for fun, and he was like, "That is your signature move, you guys." He's like, "I don't want to see another script without spaceballs in it." And we're like, "Joe Dante, please." You know what pissed me off last time is when he sent it back, and he was just like, "All he said was, you know what I'm gonna say," and I'm just like, "Yeah, I know, but like we're telling you, it's done. Like we did the spaceballs thing. I regret." It's like I liked it in the first one. I, you know, it was okay in the second. The second one, it was fun because it was like okay, it was a callback, and then I feel like you kind of had to do it in the third one. Let's just have it be a trilogy of spaceballs, you know, and then like retire it. But then it's just like okay, like it's like you know when you're watching, uh, Pokemon, the cartoon, and it's just like oh, Team Rocket, like. Come on. At some point, they don't even want Team Rocket to be there, you know? And we're being really brave saying this on the podcast because he listens yeah. to these and he he gives his notes and he's going to be furious when he gets to this part because, like, he doesn't like to be told no about Spaceballs and he doesn't like to think that we don't like that idea. Right. We kind of have to... I don't want to say too much because he'll listen, but it's just... it's gonna It's going to get bad, guys, if we don't keep putting space balls in here it's frustrating yeah because it's like as much as i feel like he he likes our work obviously he keeps picking he keeps choosing us to write movies for him and it's like I, we're flattered but like it's like i just wish he trusted us a little bit more you yeah know? And he tells us that they're all like in the waiting room of steven spielberg and all this to get right. like green light lighted and we trust we trust joe dante with our entire hearts because right. He's never he's never let us wrong before, and he's picked up all these all these. He pays for the scripts. Uh, he gave us I think five bananas each for our last script, <laughs> and we are yeah. very thankful for that. We're building our hoard, but like I don't know, it's just we we love you, Joe Dante. We just it's hard to keep putting space balls in. Yeah, just know that we don't like it. And the longer this goes on, the more we're going to resent putting it in there and the more that the audience is going to feel that resentment. You know, and it's it's going to be, you know, more and more like, just like, I love this movie, you know, probably one of the best movies of the decade, if not the century, mm-hmm. but didn't love the space balls thing that is the feedback we're used to at this point yeah. where it's just kind of like this is the best thing that i have ever read but and then their their butts are always just like the most there's kind of like could you like tone down like you can't get three oscars in a year so why don't you just calm <laughs> down on a few of your movies and like right. take out a few things that we think are going to be too oscar worthy right 
because like nobody likes nobody likes a, a showboat like like we can't just go in we can't go into 2005 2005 2025 mm-hmm. and just get all the oscars like other people have to have it a chance happen again like they're gonna start asking questions and yeah like at, at a certain point it's just like doesn't mean anything anymore you know <laughs> like it just it's not the same after like the first 15 so i just like yeah i it, you know obviously he's he's great and we love him and we respect him and we we listen to what he says and we we still think you know we still take notes it's it's just this thing you know yeah and we just, take the notes and then we rip them out of our diaries and we burn them then for we the burn day. Them, but we <laughs> we retain the, the information at least so if i remember it i remember it like that's yeah so joe you know we call him joe because we can because we're that close but don't do that do not do that if you do not do that you do not want like i don't know he likes to be called joseph dante to people that he doesn't know very well and who aren't winning oscars yeah (laughs) he thinks he thinks it makes him seem more important if people mispronounce his name. I don't understand that. Like, but I'm not going to argue with him. I'm not. I, I don't want to go through like a list of things that Joe Dante does that I don't. Like. Yeah, I like, already. I, don't I listed that, them out, but, and I already yeah. ripped them out of my diary and burned them. <laughs> you so burned like... them. <laughs> exactly. So another masterpiece. I mean, we broke. <laughs> we've written masterpieces, and this one is like. You know, this is a trilogy too. So what's exciting is, what's exciting is that there's just so much potential here. But it needs to be its own thing. Is all I'm gonna say. And like, if you have like a a trilogy, which we've never tackled before, we've never tackled a trilogy. But that's the plan with this one is that it's going to be. I mean, there's no chance it's not going to be the most popular and like the most Oscar winning movie of the year. But this is the first time we're then needing to think about the sequel and we can't like i think now's the time where we just we cut the space balls and we just kind of just you know push that aside like oh god i can feel joe dante running full speed towards us at the moment (laughs) god he gets so mad he gets so mad that he just runs full speed until he hits the location we are and we always try to be off the map off the grid i always i stop sharing my location with him yeah. But he once he runs it. full speed, he knows it. how to find us by smell. That's it. Like it's just all of his senses like combine and they create like a super sense that <laughs> like I don't think anybody's ever even studied or like any other humans ever had before. But it's like it's over once he does that. He it's knows. over, God, it's, it's over. Over. Uh all right. Well, this is another another masterpiece. It goes without saying. And <laughs> you're lucky to have listened to this. And you're lucky we record it. Because if we didn't, like, could you imagine? So <laughs> we actually do this for safety, uh, uh, um, yeah. just in case uh, Joe Dante turns on us. It's a little bit of an SOS. Like, <laughs> we're trying to put the message out there. People, please just. Uh, <laughs> So if you are reading between the lines right now, we need help. We need some serious. Yeah, read between the lines. Here's the very blunt, <laughs> blunt thing that. We're, if you failed uh, at reading between the lines, here's the blunt <laughs> truth. Jared refuses to go past an hour. Oh God, he's running! Oh no, he's coming! 
He's here. He's somehow in two places at once. And buddy, <laughs> both of us. <laughs> oh, all right. Oh, God, we gotta, we gotta go. Bye. Yeah, see ya. <laughs>